Welcome to the channel of Anna Purdue. Look for the link below the podcast and make sure to upload the podcast so you can multitask while hearing the message. And you can also look for the link and um, once you open it up, you can scroll over and select your favorite platform, Apple, Spotify, or Google, and just look for the channel Anna Purdue. A huge shout out to Angela E, Jolie R, Leonard L, Jody F, and Rodney T for your donations to the channel. If you're interested in helping this channel, you can do so by clicking the donation link found on my website at annapurdue.com. U.S.-based Moderna, Inc. announced on September 9th the company is currently developing 37 programs, 22 which are currently in ongoing clinical trials for new messenger RNA-based puncture devices and therapies. The announcement came in a company press release targeting investors in its fifth annual R&D day that highlighted several significant advances across its portfolio of mRNA pipeline programs, which includes a combination booster injection for that unspeakable worldwide sickness and seasonal influenza puncture devices, among 22 others currently in clinical trials. Some of the products Moderna announced include a phase one study for a standalone quadrivalent seasonal flu puncture modality candidate, a phase two study for a personalized cancer puncture modality for melanoma patients, and a new development candidate for a combination of the company's respiratory synctial sickness and human metapneumonia sickness mRNA puncture modality instructions. So, If they can't get people to change their DNA with a worldwide pandemic, I guess they will try it this way. The company, which also announced it is sitting on a $15 billion in cash reserves. Whoops, here we go. The money. Saw a 7.8% increase in its stock value on the announcement, closing at $455.92. Moderna stock opened 2021 at $107.23. Yep, it's all about the money. The presser lauded phase two and three trial results for its current mRNA puncture modality against SARS-CoV-2, the sickness which causes a certain C disease beginning in the year 2019, codenamed mRNA-1273, including its usage as a third-dose booster. Notably, Moderna also promoted it has achieved full enrollment for a Phase one study for its next-generation puncture modality against the C disease, codenamed mRNA-1283, described as a next-generation puncture modality candidate against the C disease that encodes for the portions of the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein critical for neutralization, specifically the receptor-binding domain and in terminal domain. It is being developed as a potential refrigerator-stable mRNA puncture modality that will facilitate easier distribution and administration by healthcare providers. According to a March 15 press release on the company's website, Phase 1 trials for mRNA-1283 have been underway since March, administering doses to live humans. Yep. Indeed, people will allow their bodies to be defiled like this. 
The current batch of C-puncture devices must be stored between negative 25 and negative 15 degrees Celsius. A December of 2020 article by Health.com explains the puncture devices need need for the ultra-cold temperatures. Puncture device makers also coat the mRNA in lipid nanoparticles. These tiny bubbles of fat help carry the mRNA to our cells and offer a degree of protection against enzymes that could destroy the fragile genetic material. Of course, they wouldn't want to destroy the fragile genetic material while changing our DNA. It could foil the entire science experiment. The specific lipid nanoparticle formulas, which are kept secret by the drug makers, determine just how cold the puncture devices must be kept, hence the different storage requirements. The release also says offshoot Moderna Genomics will leverage Moderna's current mRNA and lipid nanoparticle platform, but will also pursue novel technology within nucleic acids, adding Genomics aims to be a leader in large, complex genomic editing. Hoo-hoo, I bet. Move over, Stepford Wives. A more modern Moderna version is on its way. Moderna already describes its gene therapy-based medical solutions technology as an operating system for the human body. Recognizing the broad potential of mRNA science, we set out to create an mRNA technology platform that functions very much like an operating system on a computer. Or clone, perhaps. How about a cyborg? It is designed so that it can plug and play interchangeably with different programs. In our case, the program or app is our mRNA drug, the unique mRNA sequence that codes for a protein. Generally, the only thing that changes from one potential mRNA medicine to another is the coding region, the actual genetic code that instructs ribosomes to make protein. Utilizing these instruction sets gives our investigational mRNA medicines a software-like quality. We also have the ability to combine different mRNA sequences encoding for different proteins in a single mRNA investigational medicine. Moderna calls it mRNA technology, the software of life on its webpage. <laughs> what kind of life? I personally never want my body to be an operating system. That would be eternal hell on earth. If, uh, who wants that? According to the C-Puncture device timeline posted on the company's website, Moderna first began development of today's Venom concoctions on January 11, 2020, after Chinese authorities shared the genetic sequence of the novel sickness. Five weeks later, on February the 24th, Moderna says it shipped the CDC the first batch of mRNA-1273, which is used in today's puncture devices. On March 16, the first human was poked. 
Moderna praises itself for a speedy 63-day development time for their product. U.S. researcher at the University of North Carolina, Ralph Barrick, co-authored papers with she, Batwoman Jingli, from the Big W Institute of Virology. Earlier in the month, Moderna competitor Oxford AstraZeneca made headlines that it, too, is using its gene therapy platform technology to attempt to make a venom that will target cancer. Ralph Stephen Barrick, born in 1954, is considered among his peers as a distinguished professor in the Department of Epidemiology and professor in the Department of Microbiology and Immunology at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Many refer to him as the modern-day William R. Keenan, Jr., William Rand Keenan Jr. was born in Wilmington, North Carolina on April 30, 1872. He was the son of William Rand Keenan and Mary Hargrave. His father, who became a trustee of the University of North Carolina, was a Civil War veteran, customs collector, life insurance agent, wholesale merchant, and white supremacist. Hmm, sort of like Devil Bill Rockefeller, the father of John Rockefeller and founder of the American Medical Association. Do you see the pattern here? William Sr. was the commander of a white supremacist parliamentary force which massacred scores of black residents in Wilmington on a single day in 1898. Ralph Stephen Barrick's work involves lab-generated sicknesses, including gain-of-function research aimed at devising effective puncture devices against the lab-created sicknesses. See how this works? Create the problem, create the solution. Health Impact News' first article of 2021 featured a video of an interview with Catherine Austin Fitz titled, Catherine Austin Fitz Explains How the Globalist Billionaires and Technocrats Are Planning on Taking Over the Planet and How We Can Stop It. In this interview, Catherine compared the new mRNA-C injection devices to a computer operating system, stating that just like computer operating systems such as Windows... There would be a back door where the technocrats will be able to control our bodies through regular updates. I thought it was a brilliant analogy of what the technocrats seek to accomplish with this new class of puncture devices. Well, it turns out that this was not an analogy at all. Moderna is boldly announcing precisely this fact, and yes, indeed, the mRNA Venom injects an operating system into your body. The software of life in living hell. The globalists have become so bold and the human masses have become so compliant that they are no longer doing these things in secret but right out in the open for all to see. 
When Yeshua described the events that will surround his second coming in Luke 17, he said, Just as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating and drinking and marrying and being given in marriage until the day when Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Yeshua was pointing out that although the people of Noah's day were totally depraved, they were not the least bit concerned about it. They were carrying on the events of their lives without a single thought of the judgment of God. Noah is described as a preacher of righteousness in 2 Peter 2.5, meaning he had spent years warning his friends and neighbors what the holy God was about to do. No one listened. Many of us are experiencing this today. We try as best as we can to warn those we love, but they continue to scoff at us and ignore us. <laughs> for me, it seems like an uphill battle. I'm sure it might for some of you too. Over a year ago, before the world sickness, to bring up the subject of a new world order or a one world government, you'd be branded a conspiracy theorist and spite of the fact that these same global institutions like the World Economic Forum, the Rockefeller Foundation, and many of the other global institutions have published materials on their view of the future for decades and predicting things such as a major reduction of the world's population and a central worldwide government. Fast forward to today, and the idea is no longer so far-fetched, particularly for those who know how to bypass censorship in the corporate media and big tech. And yet, even with the alternative media, for the most part, only a single view of the coming New World Order is discussed as if it is inevitable. Most see it as a future of increased technology and words that were hardly a part of our vocabulary just some months ago. and. They're now common, like transhumanism, technocrats, mRNA, gene-altering, nanobots, all these other you know, words like that. But for those of us who completely understand that this has been part of a global plan that did not just hatch overnight with the discovery of a dangerous new sickness, that the globalists are using to instill fear into the population for the purpose of controlling humanity, we need to take a step back back and ask ourselves, are we falling into their trap thinking like this? Is there an alternative view that is not only possible but more plausible than the narrative that is currently circulating around in alternative media? Brian Shilhavy in the article, The Most Important Truth About the Coming New World Order Almost Nobody is Discussing, reminds us, those of us who have been sealed with the mark of the Holy Spirit need not fear any coming New World Order controlled by the Luciferian globalists, including their transhumanist agenda. There are millions of us people in the United States who believe that the Bible is true. And yet, the idea that God would use evil people and evil forces to accomplish His purposes is a foreign concept to them. But, one cannot read the entire Bible and come away with any other view. 
He has done this throughout the history of the human race and the prophecies of the end times state he is going to do it again so that he can usher in his new world order. He did it to the ancient world through the worldwide flood that only Noah and his family escaped. He did it to the 12 tribes of Israel through the Assyrian conquest of the northern 10 tribes and then later through the Babylonian conquest of the southern two tribes. Those faithful believers who survived these drastic reductions of population through these conquering nations also question why God would use nations more evil than them to kill so many people. There are those who have sold their souls to evil, and they cannot help but continue down the path, even if they know what the final outcome will be. But one thing is clear. People will be deceived by a powerful delusion sent by God. Many believe this is exactly what is happening today, and they wonder why so many people can't see through the lies of the big C narrative. And I tend to agree with them. And as a result, many of them have already lined up to get the bioweapon venom and are already dead. I want you to understand, however, the better days are coming, that everything is following a laid-out plan that has been in the works for a very long time, but it is not the plan that you have probably been reading about, (laughs) not even in the alternative media. Fear is the pandemic that has gripped the world because it is all that Satan and his minions have left to try and deceive everyone and take as many people with him to his final destination as he possibly can. And one of the things you absolutely should not fear is their technology, such as transhumanism. It's all fake. It's time to stop listening to the experts, and that includes those in the alternative media, including well-meaning medical doctors. It's time for you to pick up your Bible and start reading and studying it, and then praying to God for wisdom and revelation to see through the lies and deception that now dominate our culture. When you put your life into our Heavenly Creator Father's hands and then pray heartfelt prayers to Him, asking for guidance and wisdom, He will answer you and begin to show you things that you could never see if you are only filling your mind with what is coming out of the media right now, and that includes the alternative media. And then, do your own research to verify as much as you can. Take what the media is telling you, Take the opposing view and start researching it. Take a skeptical view of all the claims currently being made for this new technology, including what I tell you. Take a skeptical view. Research it for yourself. Find out what actually is not all that new and see if there is any evidence to all these claims of super quantum computers, AI intelligence exceeding the intelligence of man, human biology being intertwined with technology to create transhumans, etc. Can a computer tell you why your favorite color, taste, etc. is your favorite? Can a computer explain why an individual loves one person? but not another person? The fact is that our brains are not computers. 
They don't work like computers at all. We are highly subjective people who make many decisions every day that can never be predicted via algorithms. Can computers make moral decisions? No. They can only make moral choices that are pre-programmed by a human and will always reflect the morals of that human programmer. And these computers are going to rule the world? Really? In the meantime, I'm going to keep reading a book that is thousands of years old by humans who were guided by the spirit of the one who created the universe and is still in control to understand the times we live in, and I am going to fear him and not anything in this decaying, soon-to-wear-out, dying planet that is under the control of Satan and his minions because their days are now limited. The day is soon approaching, as recorded in Isaiah 11, 6-9. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. Their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the hole of the cobra, and the young child will put his hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea.